I don't know if you are aware of this or not, but um, in 11 days, September 22nd, we start officially, we start the season of fall. And just quick show of hands, how many of you like the season of fall? How many think that's the greatest season in the world? Uh, yeah. So like, no. So I, you know, everybody's got their own season to choose from. So obviously, fall does not last forever. Every three months, we go from one season to the next. We go from fall and into winter, then spring and then summer, and then we go into fall, and we just repeat ourselves over and over again because that's how God made the world. And for each of those different seasons, you already know that each of those seasons come with its own set of characteristics and opportunities, even challenges. Well, just as nature has its own seasons, I would argue your life has seasons as well. And those seasons, each season of your life comes with its own unique set of characteristics and opportunities and challenges. There's a season of loss as well as a season of victory. There's a season of hard work and a season of rest. Uh, There is a season of doubt and a season of spiritual strength. There's all kinds of seasons. And the key is this, Whatever season you may be in, God's strength and power are available to help you navigate it. And that's what this series, as we work through the book of Psalms over these next eight weeks, that's what this series was going to be all about. Now, before we dive into this series, I think it's important for you to understand what those different seasons of your life are, what they look like, and what season you might be in. So if you haven't yet, go ahead and that little song sheet on the front cover is a sermon outline. At the top of that sermon outline, you'll see a circular diagram with divided into four quadrants, and then there are some blank spaces. I'll talk about the blank spaces in just a moment. But I want you to look at the top left quadrant, and that's the season of what? Tell me. Winter. Right. So winter represents for you maybe a difficult season in your life. Now, understand when I say difficult season, I'm not talking about uh, those times when you feel let down because your favorite TV show wasn't renewed on Disney+. Plus. No, no, no. This is something much, much deeper. In fact, in fact, maybe some of you experienced the cold winds of winter as a season of your life during the pandemic because you lost your job, or worse, you lost a loved one. Maybe you're in the winter season right now, I mean, right now, today. We're still in summer, technically, but you're in a winter season in your life because of struggles of fear and uncertainty that you have. Whatever Whatever the case, understand all of us are going to go through that season of winter at some point in our life. Now, as you're looking at that diagram, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, look at each of those four quadrants. And as you can see, there's two blank lines. And I'm going to share with you a word, two words that I think can help define that particular season of your life for you. So it'll help you understand what season you're in. Okay. So the first word for the season of winter that we're looking at right now is the word waiting. So go ahead and write that down. Winter is a season of waiting. And and it's hard to wait. When you are in a winter season of your life, it's hard to wait as you struggle with a dead-end job. Or because your marriage is failing. Or maybe because you're caught in a cycle of depression. 
A second word to define this winter season of your life is the word deepening. Winter is also a season of deepening because while winter can be a hard season, it also can produce spiritual muscles that deepen your trust in God during that winter season as well as for future winter seasons. So that's the season of winter. The next season is the season of spring. And spring is a fun and exciting season. I enjoy spring. A word that can help define the spring season of your life is renewal. Spring is a season of renewal. After the challenges and difficulties of the winter season, there's rejuvenation, there's restoration, there's renewal. Spring is a season of renewal. A second word to define the words, uh, to the, define the season spring is beginnings. Season is all, uh, spring is also a season of beginnings. Like, you know, when you're in a spring season of your life, maybe you're starting a new job. Maybe you're starting a family. How cool is that? Maybe you're growing in your, your faith. Maybe you're starting off to college for the first time. And then after spring comes summer. And summer is also a fun season. Uh, a good word to define summer would be the word enjoying. Summer is a season of enjoying, where you, you're enjoying your, um, your, your marriage. Uh, you're, you're, when you're in the summer season of life, you're enjoying the challenges you face at work. It's not drudgery. You're enjoying it. You're enjoying your relationships. You're enjoying dating. You're enjoying your walk with Christ. A second word, though, to define summer is maturing. Summer is a season of maturing. Right, where you grow and deepen and you learn to navigate the new experiences that have been brought into your life through spring. And then finally is the season of fall. And a word that, could use, that you could use to define the word, uh, to define the season fall is the word growing. Fall is a season of growing. Maybe you're growing personally or physically or mentally or, or, or maybe spiritually, but fall is a season of growth. And also, another key word or word to define the season of fall would be the word preparing. Fall can also be a season in your life where you're preparing. Maybe you're preparing yourself emotionally, relationally, maybe even financially, because a difficult winter season could be just around the corner. But there you go. Those are the four seasons of your life that all of you will encounter at some point in time. And understand, you can be in more than one season at the same time. Seriously, you can be in the winter season with your career, okay, because your job is very stressful and challenging. At the same time, you're in the summer season with your relationships because you are fully enjoying your friends or your spouse or your kids, at the same time, you could be in the spring spiritually because you see yourself growing in faith and love for Jesus. And at the same time, you could be at the win in a winter season with your elderly parents because you're bracing yourself for what might be a tough winter season ahead. The point is you can be at any number of seasons at the same time. Here's my question for all of you sitting here. What season are you in or seasons? What season or seasons are you in right now? What season are you in with your family or your career? What season are you in uh, emotionally, spiritually? Again, regardless of the season, understand there is a psalm for that. 
And today we're going to start off by looking again at the winter season. What I'm going to refer to as um, part of that winter season is it's a difficult season because life can be difficult at times and it can be hard to navigate through a difficult season. And maybe you are in a difficult season right now. Maybe you're dealing with chronic pain and it is just, it's unbearable right now. Maybe you are without a job. You're in a difficult season because you are without a job and you're feeling a lot of pressure because money is short. Maybe you are in a difficult season right now because you are struggling with sadness over a loss of a loved one. Or, or maybe you're stressed out over some problem that you're facing. Or maybe you're fighting with your spouse and you think your marriage is collapsing. Or maybe you just feel very lonely right now. Whatever it is, when you are in a difficult season of your life like that, understand you have two options, okay? You can try to navigate that difficult season on your own, or, or you can follow the wisdom and the guidance found in God's word and find power and strength in God's word, like this psalm. Pastor Dave read this a moment ago from Psalm 18, verse 6. This is, by the way, your memory work verse for this week. Listen to what he says, though. Listen to what David says. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. So he's in this difficult season. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. So if you think and believe that you are in a difficult season right now, this message is for you. If you feel like you are not in a difficult season right now, pay attention anyway, because, right, a difficult season might be closer than you think, and you don't want to be caught unprepared for that. So either way, um, I want to... I want to help you today. I want to help um, share some things that I believe will, will allow you to navigate this difficult season. And some things that come right out of God's word, right from the book of Psalms. And, and these things, I think, will help you plug into God's strength that can help you navigate those, those difficult winter seasons of life. Okay? So first, first, remember God's presence. If you're in a difficult season of life, remember God's presence. And I say that because it's tempting to feel like you're all alone when you're in a difficult season, right? That God has, has uh, forgot all about you, that he's abandoned you. But that's not true. Even though David felt that way, it wasn't true. God was present. And, and as Laura pointed out, David wrote a number of the Psalms. David had his share of difficult seasons, when he was a young man, he was being hunted, literally, by a very jealous King Saul who wanted to kill him. Then after David became king, he had a, an affair with somebody else's wife. Now, that was bad enough, but then they had a baby, and then the baby died. Two of David's grown sons later on in life were killed. His daughter was raped. I mean, if anybody would be able to claim that God has abandoned them, it would be David, right? Right? But listen to what David says here in Psalm 139. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. 
If I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. David knew that God was right there with him. And God's presence is what allowed David to navigate that difficult season, to stand fast, even though it felt like everyone and everything was standing against him. When you are in a difficult season and your life is just falling apart at the seams, God is there. Even though it may feel like nobody understands you, no one is standing with you, God is right there. And frankly, there's never a time when God isn't there. So that's the first thing. When you are in a difficult season, remember God's presence. Second, recall God's promises. The Bible is filled with promises from God. And the book of Psalms has hundreds of promises from God. And God has kept every single one of them. In Psalm 91, for example, God offers six, count them, six promises for those times that you are in a difficult season that you can cling to. Listen to this. Psalm 91, three verses. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them, and I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Wow. Six promises to cling to in your difficult season of life. Promise number one, God will rescue you. When you are going through a difficult season of life and, and things just feel like they're upside down, God promises to rescue you. And he will, because, he, because if he can rescue you from the stain of your guilt and sin, through the blood of Jesus Christ, through his sacrifice and death on the cross for you, if God can rescue you from your sin, he can certainly rescue you from anything else that you might be facing. Promise number two, God will protect you. When you feel like you're standing against hurricane force winds that are blowing against you, God promises to be there to protect you, to care for you through that storm. Promise number three, God will hear you when you are hurting because you're in a difficult season, right? When you are um, fe uh, feeling worried or fearful and you cry out to the Lord, God will hear you. Again, we, we talked about that, but God will not only hear your, your cry, but he will answer it. Promise number four, God will be with you. Again, we talked about that too. No matter what you are facing, good or bad, you won't go through it alone. God will be there with you always. Promise number five, God will honor you. There are going to be times, seasons in your life when you are going to feel unworthy. God has the capacity to lift you up and honor you, your value, your worth as his son or daughter by reminding you that through Jesus through his life, his death, his resurrection, you are forgiven. You are saved. You are adopted into God's family. And God will honor you as his child. And then finally, number six, God will reward you. God will reward you. When you follow God's wisdom, when you trust in his guidance, and most importantly, when you, by his spirit's power, when you, when, when you believe that Jesus is your personal savior, God promises to bless you and reward you. And not just in this life, but of course, ultimately for all eternity in heaven. But those are six promises. Promises that you, you, you wanna keep in mind. Promises that you can cling to. Now understand one more thing before I go on. In verse 14 of Psalm 91, the very first verse that I read, David makes it very clear from God these promises are not for everyone. 
Listen again to what God says. I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. Did you catch that? Not for everybody. For those, however, who know God, who love God, who trust God, who lean into God during those difficult seasons of life, yeah, those promises are yours. All right, number three, when you are in a difficult season, rely on God's power. Rely on God's power. Because we are in the Northeast here in Ohio, we tend to use more power in the winter seasons, right? It's darker, longer. We turn on more lights. We're inside more. We turn out the heat. We, we just tend to use more power in the winter. When you are in a winter season, a difficult season of your life, you're going to need more power as well. Good news is that God gives you the power that you need. This is from Psalm 93. David says, The floods have risen up, O Lord. The floods have roared like thunder. The floods have lifted their, their, their pounding waves. And maybe you felt like that, where you feel like the water is, is getting higher and you're, you know, it's just touching your nose and you feel like you're drowning. Listen to what David says in the next verse. Mightier than the violent raging of the seas. Mightier than the breakers on the shore. The Lord above is mightier than these. Wow. Wow. Right. No matter how big your problem might be in your difficult season, God is bigger. God is mightier. God is more powerful. And my guess is that some of you needed to hear that today. Some of you sitting here needed to be reminded of the fact that you have a God who can lift you out of those raging waters because he is bigger. And he can because he's bigger than your biggest problem. Again, you know, if God can handle the biggest problem of the universe, your sin, by coming to this earth in the person of Jesus Christ and allowing himself to be, to be sacrificed, to be nailed to a cross, to pay the punishment that you deserve for every mistake and every failure and every bad choice and every act of rebellion and every act of disobedience. If, if God can handle the biggest problem in the universe by sending his son to be your savior from your sin, he can certainly handle any other problem as well. But that's not all. In the second reading that Pastor Dave read a moment ago from Ephesians 1, listen to what Paul says. The apostle Paul says, I pray, Paul says, I pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. So what does that mean? It means that, yes, Jesus hung on a cross and he died to pay for your sin and my sin so that our hearts are washed clean. We are forgiven. Thanks be to God. But Jesus didn't stay dead, right? No, he rose from the grave with resurrection power. And Paul is saying that same resurrection power is available to you right now. So whenever you find yourself in a difficult season of life, remember God's presence, recall God's promises, and rely on God's power. Fourth, remain on God's path. Remain on God's path. Now, obviously, if life was always easy and there were never difficult seasons, staying on God's path would be a breeze. But you know as well as I do, that's not real life. And there are circumstances that sometimes can push you away from God, push you off of God's path, because instead of turning to God, what happens is you turn to someone or something else for comfort and for relief. And it could be anything, right? It could be, it could be um, alcohol, it could be uh, sex, it could be, it could be pornography, it could be drugs, it could be anything. But th those are blatant lies of the devil. 
He's just trying to get you to think that because you're going through a hard day, you're going through a difficult season of your life, you deserve this sinful distraction. Yes, you do. And he, he will get you to think that this sinful distraction will make it better. Right? And we've all been, we've all been there. But it doesn't make it better. It makes it worse. In the book of Psalms, the very, very first Psalm, Psalm number one, it says this, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Don't let the difficult season of your life or difficult seasons of your life push you off God's path and get you then to mistakenly take the advice of this ungodly culture in which we live. Jesus actually warns us about this. Listen to this. In Matthew 7, Jesus says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Did you catch that? The path to destruction is broad. It's easy to find. Lots of people are taking it. It is the path of least resistance. And frankly, if you choose that path, this culture will celebrate you. I'll say, good for you. Way to think on your own two feet. But Jesus rightly says, this is a path of destruction, folks. And not just right here and now in this life, but it could have the potential of impacting your eternity too. So be careful. Thankfully, there is another path. It's a narrow path. And no, it is not a popular path. No, people are not clamoring to get on this path, but it is the path that leads to life, life that is forgiven, that is freed, that is forever, and that path is Jesus. Jesus says in John 14, verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So no matter what season of life you may be in, okay, when you, uh, real life happens when you Uh, trust that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life for you personally. Real life happens when you place your faith in Jesus as your Savior, when you trust that his sacrifice on the cross covers your guilt and removes it and earns your forgiveness, when you believe that Jesus burst forth from the tomb on that first Easter, and that tomb is still empty, by the way, because of his resurrection power, you have the gift of eternal life. That is real life. And that is God's gift to you. It is God's gift to you through faith in Jesus. I I don't think any of us would argue that there are going to be difficult seasons in life that we will all encounter. When you are in a difficult season, remember God's presence. Recall God's promises. Rely on God's power. And by the work of the Holy Spirit, remain on God's path. Because there on that path you will be reminded of the power, the strength that is available to help you navigate that difficult season. So here are my uh, challenges for you this week. Between now and next Sunday, when you come back for part two, first thing I want you to do is memorize. This is your memory work verse. Memorize Psalm 18, verse 6. It's a passage I read just a moment ago. In my distress, I called to the Lord. Okay, in my difficult season, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help from his temple. He heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. Those are powerful words when you are in a difficult season. 
learn them. Second, go through that little spirit, that little diagram and identify which season or seasons you might be in. Uh, look over those, defin- those defining words and just so you can be alert to that. And then third, use this magnet as a reference. Everybody get a magnet? Pull up a magnet if you got a magnet. Everybody get a magnet? Good. If you did not get a magnet, there are more of these available. And here's where I'm plugging this. These, each of these top, uh, in the bold, these are the different seasons that we will be covering the seasons of your life, by the way, that we will be covering in this eight-week series. Below it is the memory work verse that we're going to assign for you. Now, if you're like me, you're not going to always remember all of those memory work verses. So here's a magnet you can put on your refrigerator or stick it someplace so that it will remind you of the strength that is available, the power of God's promises that are available to you to help you navigate through those whatever season of life you might be in. Okay? All right, make sure you grab one of these. Let's pray about this. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that your power will help see us through the difficult seasons of life, especially the power found within the promises of your word. And bless this series, Lord, as we dive into the book of Psalms and and bless us as we glean the power we need to face and navigate every season of our life and do it in a way that honors you and blesses others through us. And Lord God, we just dedicate this, this series to you. We love you. We pray all this in Jesus' great name. And the people of God all said, amen.